When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. What's up, guys? Happy Wednesday. Welcome in here to Puck Time on Wager Talk TV. In the middle of the All-Star break, we still have three games going on here on this Wednesday. Sens, Wings, Kings, Preds, Sharks, and Ducks. Of course, I'm Andrew, I have Carmine and the Prez with me to break down all three of these games. We also have a huge special to mention during the show as well. Uh, I did kind of tease it yesterday. We'll jump into that, though, later on in the show. Let's not waste any time. Let's jump into the first game, Senators and Red Wings. Wings are favorites here, Car, minus 120, 125 ballpark. What do you think about this one? You know, Andrew, the, the interesting thing is, you know, I always talk about like the overnight lines. I, I think you, you look at the overnights and then you look um, a great free tool, Wager Talk Live Lines, where you can see movements as they happen. And this one, it really hasn't moved much. It opened up at 125 and just a little bit of money recently coming in the last hour on Detroit just to knock it down to minus 120. Um, on Detroit, you, you're the total six and a half minus 35 switches to seven under 25. That's the switch that always happens. A little bit of betting, it goes from uh, when the juice is at 35 or 40 cents, it, it'll go to seven juice to the under. It could very well go the other way in, oh. in an hour's time. Those, those sevens are always tough. Uh, and they're they're tough in this game because Alex Lyons played well. He played extremely well for Detroit. He's having another good season. But you look at Corpusalo um, for Ottawa, and I get it. Goalies are going to have some bad performances. You but you look at his last five or six games, and if you draw a line through one game, which is the game in which Ottawa was pretty much uh, embarrassed by the uh, the New York Rangers losing seven two. He has had five solid outings for Ottawa. They're starting to win some games, but they're still they're, they're still mired in where they're going to be. This is one of those ones where I'm just going to look for a play within a game as opposed to taking a side in this game. And when I look at Ottawa and I looked at their first period, second, third, per, third period numbers, um, totals, the one that kind of stood out, Ottawa, as bad as a season as they're having, are 19, 14, and 13. 13 is pushes, of course, um, on the first period two-way money line. So um, in what? So we're, we're talking uh, 46 bets. You have cashed 19 of them pushed on 13. 32 of 46 times you have not lost money uh, betting the <sighs> Ottawa money line. And we know they went into Detroit and beat them 5-1. So there's a measure of revenge here, I think, for Detroit. But you got to give it to Ottawa. They're playing a little bit better. Uh, and Corpusalo, again, other than that one bad start, um, he's looked pretty good over the last four or five games. So I'm going to go Ottawa first period plus 105. Uh, it's one of those ones where I can get hopefully get in and out with a win, maybe a push, hopefully not a loss and just move on to the next game. So uh, Ottawa first period plus 105 for me, and I'll send it over to Prez. 
Hey guys, thanks so much for having me. Look, I look at this game and I, I, I like, I, I, I understand and agree with the line move to the over. And there is a lot of speed on the ice in this game, a lot. Um, young, fast, both teams. Both teams really struggle to find a defensive, a consistent defensive game. And both teams, regardless of Corpusello playing okay over the three of the last four games, both teams uh, do not have world-class goaltenders. You know, I go through Detroit, and, and this team scores four and five goals on a regular basis. And Ottawa can keep up with anybody scoring-wise, but they struggle defensively. We saw that with a seven-goal uh, output from the Rangers a few games ago, and uh, this team let in three goals against Nashville and three against Boston. I look, I, I can't get away from a 5-4 type of a hockey game, maybe a 5-3 type of a hockey game. And especially given that both teams are well-rested. I mean, Ottawa did play on Monday night, but that was a couple of nights ago. We got two well-rested teams. There's no trap or situation here. The, both these teams are off for a while after tonight. I think we see a ton of speed. And I think we see a lot of goals. I like the over in this game. And also, just to mention, Carm, I watched puck time yesterday. Uh, you got abused taking Columbus yesterday. What the hell were uh, you thinking? <laughs> listen, it's it. Uh, I also took, listen, uh, every once in a while, one game kind of sticks out. Like, listen, I took the LA Kings. Andrew remembers this one, LA Kings last week. And I said, you guys are going to think I am crazy. I took the LA Kings in Colorado uh, on the show as a, as a lean. And and, uh, and that went horribly wrong. So we're going to get them right. We're going to get them wrong. I get the sort of the abuse and stuff. It, it happens. Uh, some of the some of the comments in the videos uh, after the fact are, are, are always funny. Uh, I loved one comment last night for, uh, that I saw this morning from a guy. I think it was last night, but I saw it this morning from a guy called Steve who says, um, and I thought it was pretty funny. He goes, um, you know, good call on the, on Columbus. I just couldn't take it. I couldn't, I didn't feel it in my plums. I didn't feel it in my plums. You know what that means. And I love that, that comment. I couldn't feel it. In my Lawrence, you occasionally feel your plums. I know it. You might be doing it right now as we're talking of about course this I'm Detroit doing it now. Garm, it's cold in the house, but <laughs> but I do want to give some advice to people. <laughs> Don't bet with the feeling in your plums. That's just not going to go well long term. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that is not what should be driving any thought process. Uh, guys, uh, Andrew, just real quick, because it's very rare for me. I have a 5% play up tonight. I do not have these 5% plays very often. I think this might be my third one all season. This is my first money line 5% play of the year. Last year, I was 6-1 and one in these. Uh, and I do have a promo code I want to give out. It's PREZ10. P-R-E-Z or Zed, Prez 10, you get $10 off of my NHL 5% tonight. I uh, just wanted to get that out there quickly because I saw a couple of sales come in 
in the last five minutes and I hadn't given that promo code out yet. So I don't want head office to get a whole lot of emails saying, I bought the play before he gave out the promo code. So that's it. Prez 10, $10 off of my 5% tonight. Sorry, guys. Prez Ted is dead. I, I hope it goes a hell of a lot better than my 5% last night with the Blues. And we'll leave it at that. It was a rough one for me last night, boys. I'm happy for Carmine uh, picking that one right. But uh, I, I hope you have a great one, uh, Prez. And that one, Prez10. Uh, uh, guys, use that promo code. I always say these small slates sometimes, you know, didn't work out for me last night. But sometimes with small slates, you can have more success than the big ones. You've got, you know, less games to worry about. You're handicapping. You're putting your hours in and looking at these games. And uh, Prez found a spot he really loves tonight, guys. So check it out, wagertalk.com. Uh, you know, for Prez. me, guys, look. Go ahead, Carp. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want your thoughts on this game. Sorry. Well, I was going to say that um, a lot of times I used to say that before the All-Star break, you bet unders, and after the All-Star break, you bet overs. Yesterday, I kind of got away from that. I'm not going not to let one sample size kind of deteriorate me, but... I think overall, it's the younger teams you can still bet the overs with. The old, the older teams are the ones that are checked out. And you can look at it different ways. Like maybe the older teams have the maturity to not get checked out. But I think that they're kind of had the wear and tear on them. They're ready to go. They've got their plans made. The young guys, Ottawa and Detroit are some of the youngest teams in the league. There's some yep. vet players on Detroit. But there's a lot of young guys out there. Prez mentioned the speed. So I'm not going to let what happened last night in those two disgusting games that I wish I could get my life back from watching a lot of them because I think this one should be some really good hockey. But when I look at this price, look at this situation here, look at the Ottawa Senators in general, guys. It seems like the past few years they've done the exact same thing where they get on a good run when it's almost too late. They did it last year. The year prior, maybe they did it a little bit later in the season, but even though they had to come back and they went down 3-0, I think that this Ottawa Senators team is a lot better than how they were playing at the start of the season. The fact that they were able to rally together, put that for they easily could have just folded, got into tonight's game and said, all right, we're going to our all-star break. We'll see you guys in a week and a half because then they have their big bye week. I think I like this Ottawa team. I like the fact that they're on the road here against Detroit. And to me, Detroit, I think they've been very top-heavy lately. Like, power plays, they're big-name guys. No Patrick Kane back until the after the All-Star break. I actually think that Ottawa right now has a lot more goal-scoring opportunities, you know, coming around. Everybody, Pinto is back from making his parlays. You've got Stutzla. You've got Kachuk. You've got Norris. You've got all kinds of guys and defensemen jumping into the rush. The power play is looking strong for Ottawa. I'm going to take Ottawa on the money line, but I'm I'm with Prez. I think we see some, see some goals here in this one. I think it's the games where you have the older players um, where you really want to worry about whether or not they're going to be fast-paced. And I actually had someone on Twitter send me a clip this morning, guys, um, from a show on uh, TSN uh, here in Canada, and it was a story from Carlo Koliakovo talking about how when he played, he went up to the referees and asked them if they brought their whistles saying, hey, did you guys bring your whistles tonight? Please don't use them. We want to get out of here as fast as possible. 
So, you know, sometimes the veteran players want to get out the, of these games and maybe they're already checked out before the game uh, even begins. And so, Prez, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the next game with the Kings and Predators. I think I know where you're going, but these are definitely kind of the opposite of Ottawa and Detroit. Two older built teams, a lot of, you know, vets on the, these teams. Are you looking towards an under in this one, Nashville and uh, L.A.? Yeah, dude, I, I, I like the under a lot in this game. Um, not a little, a lot. The, 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 you're looking at two teams that are both unders. The Kings are a stone cold under, 18 and 28 to the under on the year. The Preds are 20 and 25 to the under on the year. The Predators have not scored more than three goals in eight straight games. And over that stretch, they scored one goal three times and two or less five times. <clears throat> it's very similar with the LA Kings. The LA Kings, in their last seven games, they scored one goal three times. But here's the bottom line for me, Andrew. Both of these teams want to play to the under. And if you want to play to the under and there's a six on board, we're going to. Play the under. Heavy teams, hard skating, hard hitting teams. Um, both teams over the season play to the under and in their current form are playing to the under. I'm shocked it's not five and a half. I like the under in this game, period. Carm, this Kings team's won three games since December 27th. Uh, I kept on mentioning their future numbers on the show every single week, and they just didn't get it going. I, I don't think it's too late for them to get it going. Obviously, there's so much of the season left, but what do you think about this game here? Do they go off into the All-Star break on a good note, or do they continue to slide? Oh, man, I hope they don't continue to slide. I kind of like this Kings team because they're good defensively. Uh, excuse me. And they have one of the one of the lowest numbers in the West as far as goals allowed. I think they're, they're still, uh, along with this, um, this drop down, um, the standings to where they're literally fighting for a wild card spot. Uh, now, it, it's like the press said, they're just not scoring. This is a team that likely is going to have to do something um, at the trade deadline to bring in, and they don't need to bring in D because they're playing well D defensively. They need to, to to get some infuse some scoring back into that lineup. When they put together that win streak on the road, uh, they were scoring goals and playing good defense. When they finally started to win games at home, they were doing it because they were still playing some good defense and scoring some goals. But when that scoring dries up, uh, it is a problem. And uh, two and fourteen. It is two and fourteen, correct? Yeah, their last sixteen games, that is not uh, good at all. And somehow those two those two wins were against the New York Rangers and the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't get it. Riddick has been good, other than that four three game in which uh, Ottawa comes back after they change goalies. They went from uh, uh, was it Madsen, uh, his name Andrew? I think they flew in his parents for the game, and then he gets pulled after allowing the first three. They come back. Uh, and win that game, but he uh, he, uh, he allowed what? Uh, not in that game. Um, I hope I'm thinking the right one here. But with that said, Andrew, I just want to go to the under because this is one in which Prez is talking about. 16 and eight 
the Kings unders this season, 16 and eight to the Kings unders. Um, when they're on the road, 13, nine and three uh, are the Nashville Predators at home to the under. Those are the only ones when you're looking at the team's home and away splits, uh, their full splits, home and away, um, that are actually money makers for these two teams is Nashville unders at home, Kings uh, unders when they're on the road. Um, with that said, you know, this line hasn't really moved much. It's it's sitting at six under 15. And six is such a line that could always end on a push. We know it. Uh, it happens a lot. But uh, I think we're going to see one of those boring-ass games, kind of like we saw last night, where we're not going to see a lot of goals in this yeah. one. Kings need something before they head into the All-Star break and may try and grind out a win. I always say playing defense when you need to get a win is the way to go. They're already playing defense. They're just not scoring goals. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and try and tell you guys, tonight's the night that they're finally going to score some goals. No, I'm just going to say tonight's the night that I think we just lean to the under again. It's been profitable for both teams in this situation and go that way. It's hard to argue it, guys. I'm right there with you guys. I think the under is the play. Um, I, I think that, as you mentioned, it's a great point by you, Karma, about the the um, the goals allowed for the Kings. And I think it really puts an emphasis on the fact that they've more so had trouble scoring than they've had keeping the pocket of their own net. The, a lot of the games that they've lost during this massive slump have been, you know, 3-1, 3-2, 4-2 type of games. They haven't really been surpassing that two or three goal mark. That, that to me, is really, really sad for a team that was supposed to have one of the deepest rosters in the league as far as their centers. We've ripped on Pierre-Luc Dubois a lot on the show already. No need to talk about him. But even some of the guys in the top line, Trevor Moore cooled down completely. Kempe has cooled down completely. Kopitar. I mean, this is a team that is supposed to be built for winning tough games like this one. Guys, I'm seeing at plus 360 for the draw overtime price. I don't bet a lot of these. I feel like this is definitely a good one for a little sprinkle. Um, points on the line, two teams desperate for the points, a lower scoring game, I think. Um, plus 360, I will have a small wager on that one for this game to go past regulation. But I, I agree, you know, look at Saros. If he's expected to go, he plays the most. Uh, apparently, he's one of the most used goaltenders in the league. Um, and you mentioned Riddick there. I think that's going to be a really good defensive battle. The only thing I will say is that the special teams have actually been decent for both teams. So if they can stay out of the box, we'll hope for a defensive game. And, you you know, Drew Doughty said it the best. He called it his own team. But when it comes down to it, he knows that defense, as you said, Carm, is what gets you out of ruts like this. I think that's the best move here in this one. Hard for me to see seven goals in this one. Um, and Nashville. That, you know, I keep on saying they're a veteran-built team. Look at what they did against Ottawa, guys. They give up four straight goals, one of them, of course, being in overtime, but they're not happy. If Nashville gets a 2-0 lead, they're going to sit on it. Like, they're yeah. going to absolutely hold that lead, and it will not be fun to watch, and uh, I will not be watching uh, <laughs> this one, at least, unless it's close in the third period, Car, I'm not wasting my time tonight watching yeah. some of these boring games. Well, any other thoughts here? 
And I'm glad you mentioned uh, losing to Ottawa because I wanted to make a correction on what I was saying. When I was talking about Riddick, um, he lost 4-3 in overtime. It's the only game this season where he's allowed uh, more than three goals. He lost 4-3 in overtime to St. Louis. It was Nashville that uh, blew the 3-0 lead when uh, Ottawa pulled their goalie, uh, um, brought in uh, Corpusalo, and Corpusalo shut him out the rest of the way, stopping, I think, all 17 shots that uh, Nashville put on him. So I just wanted to make that correction. And a couple stats. If you're looking to bet the LA Kings, and I don't know if you're looking to bet the LA Kings, they're minus 120 in this game. But the only thing that could possibly lead you in this, they're on two days rest. On two days rest, they are 7-3-1 in in an 11-game sampling this season. Nashville, one day's rest. On one day's rest, Nashville has played 29 games this season. They are 14-13-2. That is not, uh, it's a winning record, but it's not a uh, one a profitable one. It's a negative ROI if you've been betting on Nashville on one day's rest. So um, just a little, little bit of numbers to toss in there as well too. If you're looking to bet the Kings, their best positive record is on two days of rest, seven, three, and one. Um, I'm not betting them. We'll see what happens so far, but uh, it sounds like on the show, we expect the first game to be a little more fun and this game to be a little more slow paced. So we'll see what happens. We're not saying the intensity won't be there, though, for the Kings and Preds. I mean, the Kings want this really bad. Uh, We're just saying we expect maybe a little more of a boring style of hockey um, to be played tonight. A huge shout out to everybody here in the live chat with us. Of course, we appreciate you guys and everybody that tunes in um, after the show. Guys, I was just gutted last night. You know, I I'm not wasn't feeling great um, following some losses. Uh, I'm actually starting to heat up in the NBA, which is good. Um, but I need to get things going with the, with the hockey. And uh, I just want everybody to know in the comments section, everybody that watches Puck Time, although transparency doesn't result in wins, um, you'll never hear me kind of just going away, right? Not talking about this because um you know when the comeback starts i'm going to be talking about that as well so i just want uh everybody to know that uh, it was not a fun night for me last night and uh, i was not happy about it but uh, the props are going well still and uh we'll get things going we'll get things on track um what is that special we have and 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 it's great andrew as uh uh uh, that's not my uber eats that uh, doorbell that you might have heard in the background Andrew, that's the great thing about this show is that it allows you and I to be transparent on the show. I actually talk, um, you know, if I have like uh, a few a few winning nights in a row, I don't even talk about it. I just want to talk about the games on the show. But when I have the losses, I, I talk about those because that literally is the part of being transparent. I think you're... Uh, I think it's more important to be transparent about the uh, the losses than it is about the wins. So, kudos to you because you do it each and every time, and I, you know, I do it as well too. Um, so that's that's really all that matters. You're always going to get um, some negative feedback, but we're you know we're out here doing our best. Andrew, um, before we get to this to this third game, the San Jose Anaheim game, which is an interesting game, um, we have a great deal going on at Wager Talk. Uh, I know. You were just about to explain it. I cut you off, so I'm going to toss it back to you. I was going to say it's all it's all you. If you'd like, if you want to mention it, does it? It's all fine by me. But uh, guys, twenty three dollars a week, three dollars and thirty uh, three cents a day is what this package works out to be. 
um, Super Bowl to Super Bowl, one big game to the next. February to February with this deal works out. Uh, you're saving a ton of money. It is a year, all access, all sports package that gives you every single play, the handicapper of your choice releases across every single sport. So uh, you guys are listening to us, watching here on Puck Time, Prez, Carmine, myself, but I'm sure as many of you know, we do other sports as well. UFC, European football, NFL football, college football, CFL, MLB, so many things going on in the world of sports. So if you take advantage of this special annual Super Bowl special here um, for one year, again, that works out to be $23 per week, which is unbelievable. $3.30 a day is what this works out to be. Uh, limited time only, only available until next week, guys. So if you want to jump on board with the handicapper for one full year, this is probably the best time to do it. Um, we all have plays for today. Prez has a 5% play going. Um, the price of that 5%, even with the $10 coupon he gave you, is still more for the entire week than this would be for one week breaking down. So I think it's a great deal. If you guys are interested, um, take advantage. Carmen, you mentioned it's going to be a good game, this next one that we have to talk about. But, uh, man, I mean, I'm looking forward to hearing how excited you are about this one. Uh, ducks and Sharks. What do you think about this one? It's, it's the, it's the it, I think it's going to be the, the best game of the night uh, by far. It's also the last game before the All-Star break. And before I get into the game, a couple things. For you guys uh, in the live chat, uh, hit that like button. We always appreciate it. But tune in tomorrow. We're going to have a show tomorrow. Andrew and I, and possibly Brian Leonard, if he's in the chat right now and he's listening or watching this show, uh, we're going to do some, some, um, some futures for the second half of the season, teams to make the playoffs, teams to miss the playoffs, uh, teams to win the Stanley Cup. So we're going to have a live show and we're going to talk about this and uh, hopefully give out some uh, a few winning plays. We'll try and do it. So there will be a puck time tomorrow, whether it's just Andrew and I or Andrew, I and Brian Leonard remains to be seen. Now, and one other thing, Prez, uh, earlier Star. when uh, you gave out your code and I said, you said, I said, Zed's dead. And you're like, what? It's a Pulp Fiction reference. Zed's dead. I didn't hear but, you. Uh, you mean... Oh, okay. Anyway, let me get to this game. I have my ears We're... cleaned. Yes. Okay. Well, I hear what you're saying. Um, anyways, let me get to this uh, game. Anyways, so listen, San Jose plays last night. And I'm uh, I'm watching that game. And, and I'm doing some numbers work as well, too. And I was surprised. Uh, and from a betting point of view, we have all been there, guys. End the second period, it seems like Seattle is all over them. The shots on goal are like 20 to 8. San Jose had eight shots through two periods. And it is a scoreless game. And from a betting perspective, we all, if you're, if you're a better, if you're a gambler, whatever you want to call yourself, you say to yourself, I got a bad feeling about this one. You just know one bounce is going to go the other way, and, and it did. San Jose uh, picked it up in the third period, win that game. Uh, 
They're four and one their last five games, which is also four and one since the return of Juicy to the lineup. Who's Juicy? Logan Couture. Uh, center. He missed the first 45 games of the season. He's been back for the last five, and they are 4-1. and one. one of those wins was 5-3 over this Anaheim team, who's somehow minus 180 in this game. And I get it. The Sharks are in the second of a back-to-back, but they really didn't play the first two periods. How tired could this team be? I'm looking at the over here. You've got uh, uh, Kakunin in goal, he's allowed four or uh, four of his last five starts have gone over the total. Gibson's allowed four or more goals in four of his last six starts. These are two teams playing out the string uh, into the All-Star break. They're both sending one player, I think, to the All-Star, uh, All-Star game. Uh, I know that Vitrano's going for Anaheim. I think there's one from the Sharks as well, too. But this, to me isn't over uh it's sitting at six right now it hasn't moved either way it's at minus 110 i'm taking the over and i'll see what prez has to say about it over uh i mean i, I what do you want like sit here and regurgitate your information um normally i would look to take san jose under the total and i think obviously it's a tough spot for san jose in a back-to-back situation coming off of a win last night a surprise win um these two teams all they do when they play against each other is go over they've gone over five of their last six times and it's one of those typical situations where two teams who stink and two teams who struggle to score consistently get together for a meeting and they both eat great food that's what's going down tonight uh this is going to be a high scoring hockey game um Six is too low. Uh, I, I I like the over. There's going to be a lot of shots in this game uh, as well. Uh, a lot of speed on the ice. No other way to bet it. Guys, I'm going to hope that the uh, the goals come from the Sharks, if you're liking the over there, because I'm going to take the team total under three and a half for the Anaheim Ducks. You know, it's not often I'm going to get a minus 115-ish ballpark price here for the Anaheim Ducks to not get four goals. I get it, they're playing the Sharks. I get it, the analytics aren't great for the Sharks. I also understand they're playing a second half of a back-to-back. But what teams do that are so bad, like the San Jose Sharks, especially in games like this, they play not to lose. They're not playing to win, they're playing not to lose. And I know that sounds funny, and it's not really a style of handicapping you can use all the time, but if you look at San Jose, the type of format and the type of like met the type of uh, style that they're using to, pretty much they're parking their their center all the way back in the neutral zone and just daring teams to carry the puck in they're con- constantly baiting teams into dump and chasing because they know they don't have much offense so they're really trying to pack it in defensively anaheim sure they're rested here they do have a ton of younger players i did mention young teams are the way to go no doubt about that. But in this spot, as Anaheim being a decent-sized favorite here, I still don't trust them to just go out there and steamroll the San Jose Sharks. Even last night, you know, San Jose, you mentioned, Carmen, was kind of a low-event game. No doubt about that one. Uh, not very exciting. But it's kind of that bend-don't-break style here for San Jose. Whether or not they win or lose, I'm just hoping um, Anaheim does not reach the four-goal milestone. So. 
Um, hopefully uh, the over hits and it's all from San Jose. We'll see what happens, guys. But uh, I just look at this one. Most games out of the entire season, you're going to get like a minus 260 price or something like that, you know, on this uh, Anaheim team against a lot of teams to get to four goals onto the <laughs> under. You know, now I'm getting minus 115 under three and a half on their team total. So that's where I'll go on this one, guys. Hoping for kind of a boring game here, honestly, myself in this one as well. Um, but I will say, Ottawa and Detroit. I'm hoping that's my most exciting game <laughs> of the night. Carm? Drew, you know, I want to add something. Yeah, I want to add something to this the, the Sharks game. And I know it, it seems like we're talking um, pretty long about two teams that are near the bottom of the standings. You know, you look at, uh, I get it, it's a back-to-back for the San Jose Sharks. They've only won 14 games this season, 10 in regulation. Uh, three of those wins have been in the second of a back-to-back. Um, they're three, three, and one in seven games this season playing back to backs. So it's a short <laughs> flight as well, too. So whether I don't think they made the flight last night. I, they make it this morning. What is it? An hour and fifteen minutes from San Jose to Anaheim. Uh, it, it's it's like taking uh, the bus in Toronto uh, or the subway uh, from where I am all the way downtown. It's going to take you an hour anyways. So uh, I'm not worried about the the travel for this uh, or playing back-to-back tonight. We'll see. Those numbers never fail to amaze me. That's just so weird. Of all teams, like, they're just better on a second half of back-to-back. I mean, they have a they have a 500 record <laughs> on back-to-backs, but during the season, they've been awful on a whole. You, you never really understand this stuff here, guys. A lot of people don't understand why there's even games going on in All-Star Week, but unfortunately, some of these teams had some games in hand so uh, they had to catch up with the other teams that are already on their breaks. Um, we'll have that future show tomorrow, but uh, I'll be uh, posting some stuff throughout the weekend, guys, on the Instagram. So make sure you follow Wager Talk on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram as well, McGinnis Picks, um, where I am posting some NHL skills, comp picks, and some all-star stuff just for fun. Awesome pizza bets, as Carmine would say. Um, make sure you're following Wager Talk on all the social media feeds there. Prez, we'll start with you, man. You have your 5% NHL bet here tonight. I'm wishing you the best of luck. Not that you'll need it. Um, you have NBA going as well. What's What else is going on in your world? And uh, what's the best bet you can give us? Uh, Andrew, my uh, best bet is the... Uh, I, I forgot what it was. I put it in the chat room. The chat group. Nashville under. Yes, Nashville, Nashville under. I got you under. Back. That is my best, my favorite a total without question today. And I did bet it. And I don't normally bet my free plays, uh, but I did bet 2% on that play. Uh, As for what I got going, man, dude, I had a real crappy night last night. 0-3 for my clients in college basketball. Yet, I am up big, big profit in both college and NBA combined. Um, I've had an outstanding uh, basketball season to date. And last week, I had a really shitty Monday and Tuesday. And then I won four straight days in a row, five straight days in a row with a couple of big days in there. Same thing's going to happen this week. I'm super excited about tonight. I have a 4% NBA bet, a 3% NBA bet, a college basketball bet, plus that 5% NHL play. And, you guys could go get my all-access pass. Uh, use the promo code PREZ10. Get $10 off 
Thanks for having me, brother. I'm going to go get ready for Wager Talk today. It starts at noon Eastern time. It's always a pleasure doing this show. Rez, more recipes. More recipes on Wager Talk today. I want to I hear gave it. out a kick-ass <laughs> lamb recipe yesterday, and people were like, ooh, gross. Uh, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh. Best of luck tonight, Prez. Karm, what about you, man? I saw you were back in action with some uh, some football plays yesterday uh, and not the NFL. Um, what do you have going today? Yesterday, uh, I, took, I, I took a couple of beats in, in soccer yesterday. It was just uh, a good God almighty. Back at it today. Listen, uh, there, there are no plays up uh, as of yet. Um, and if they are, they're going to be client plays. And I'll like because the games that I mentioned today are the ones that I, that I like, my leans. That, uh, and one of them is is the show best, show best bet. There's a lot coming up, uh, of course. And Andrew mentioned that great deal, Super Bowl through Super Bowl. Uh, you can get the number one uh, NFL handicapper in that uh, package as well, too. Uh, a ton of NHL still to go right through the Stanley Cup playoffs um, as well. Um, tons of soccer, three huge tournaments this uh, summer. The Euros, the uh, Copa America, which is in the USA this year, hosted in the USA. The League's Cup with all the MLS teams. There's just a ton of action. And then we re-kick it off again with the NFL, another great season in the NFL. So um, that's a great deal, $23 a week, Andrew. That's uh, that's phenomenal. Guys, my show best bet, I'm going to go back to that first game that we talked about, which was the Ottawa-Detroit game. I just think in looking at the Ottawa numbers uh, that they have been playing a little bit better as of late. And it's sometimes what you want to look at uh, when you, if you're looking for a live dog. Now, whether they win this game or not, um, I'm going to be out after the first period. I am taking Ottawa. They're 19, 14, and 13. 19 wins, 14 losses, 13 pushes on the two-way money line in the first period. And we're not laying Vic. We are getting a little bit of plus money here at plus 105. And like I said, draw a line through that start, that 7-2 loss to the Rangers. And Corpusalo has looked good, especially in that last game where he came in uh, after... Uh, Ottawa was down 3 nothing, and they win that game 4-3. Kudos to him. Let's see if uh, the Sens can win the first period here and get us some money as your show best bet. I love it, Carm. Uh, you're on the first period. I'm riding the full game. Um, hopefully, the Senators get off to a much better start this game, and we don't need uh, to wait until the third period for them to get going. I like this young team. I like the way they're going to start playing here in the second half. Look, there's certain teams where you can look at them as a whole season and just want to keep fading them. But this Ottawa Senators team, I think that they're going to turn things around a little bit. They've gotten healthier. They have the pieces to do so. They have a lot of weapons, a great power play. This is a game that will be very important for them to go into the All-Star break on a very, very good note. I also like that they won their last game, but they didn't really win it in smooth fashion. So there's still things to build off of. They didn't blow out the Predators. They had to score four unanswered goals to come back in that game. Detroit right now, I find them to be playing good hockey, but also very top-heavy, relying on goaltending, and people aren't really looking at that very much. So I think they do beat Alex Lyon tonight, the Senators. I feel like they get the job done. And for me, no plays so far in the NHL, just one play in the NBA. I have that sent out. I will have to get that package up uh, for purchase. 
off an NBA winner last night uh, in the prop market, actually. And uh, hopefully we'll try and do it again tonight. Guys, thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow here on Puck Time for some future uh, futures talked right here on Wager Talk TV. Some futures talk. What a fucking outro. Hate to see it. Man. Dude, uh, yes. Boys.